0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best game Cox podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, December the 9th, 2020. On today's show, I'll give my takeaways from Shane Beamer's introductory presser, Beamer. Speaking to the media for the first time on Monday as South Carolina's new head football coach, I will talk about just my main takeaways from what Shane Beamer said, why I think he killed the initial press conference. Also, I'll talk about coordinator rumors, just everything swirling right now. Who could be the Gamecocks? Next offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, much, much more there to get into as we continue to break down the hiring of Gamecocks head football coach Shane Beamer. Also, guys, it is Wednesday. We're talking gambling, SEC gambling picks after a fantastic week last week, guys. Your boy went 5-0 and last week. We're back at 500. We're trying to ride this hot streak into this week, and we got a packed slate of games in the SEC this week, so we'll, we'll talk SEC gambling picks as we look to break the bookie here in another week of SEC football. All that and more, guys. Sit back, relax, enjoy. It's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. By the way, guys, they're not a trucking company. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is just as invested in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they offer black glove service, guys. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They are founded by Greenville natives and University of South Carolina alumni, guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management, and moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether you're in the upstate of South Carolina or across the state, if you have any moving needs, because, guys, we all know moving can be such a hassle, right? You lose things. You break things. You simply just don't want to do it. Give my friends over at Upstate Movers Group a call. Be sure to check them out. They're on social media at Upstate Movers Group, or go to their website to learn more and how they can help you today. That's upstatemoversgroup.com, upstatemoversgroup.com. The show is also brought to you by our friends over at Southern Oaks Remodeling. Guys locally and family owned, over 15 years of experience. They specialize in roofing, windows, doors, siding, and additions and they're serving the greater columbia area guys another game cock small business game helping game here on the spurs up show guys it's the holiday season the perfect time if you've got a remodeling project you've been putting off again and they can do it all roofing windows doors siding additions if you have a remodeling project you've been putting off let the folks over at southern oaks remodeling take care of you this holiday season you can check them out On social media, their Instagram page is a great place to go if you want to see examples of their past work. They're also on Facebook as well. They have a website, of course, or you can give them a call. Be sure to give them a call, actually. Reach out, get some more information on them. They'll give you an estimate. They'll have that conversation with you. 803-899-0284 is their number. Again, that's 803-899-0284. Also, guys, the show is also brought to you by our friends over at Yardware. Yardware, another Gamecock on small business, by the way, is a veteran-owned and operating company licensed by the University of South Carolina selling must-have Carolina yard and wall signs. Guys, these signs are made out of 12-gauge laser-cut steel, and they come in both garnet and black. Guys, Christmas is right around the corner. We're literally almost two weeks away, Christmas shopping at its finest. Everybody's going crazy right now, running around with chicken with their head cut off. What do you get that Gamecock fan in your life? It's easy decision. It's a yardware sign, guys. This is the perfect gift for any Gamecock fan. I have mine in my studio. The detail, the quality is really what stands out with these things. I absolutely love mine. I mean, this thing is awesome. I kind of want another one for for another place in my house. Like seriously, they are that nice. But it can go anywhere, your yard, your studio, your office, your living room, dining room, your man cave, your garage, or wherever, a must-have for any Gamecock fan in your life. And like I said, guys, with Christmas just around the corner, time is running out to get those Christmas gifts, people doing last-minute Christmas shopping for that Gamecock fan in your life. And it's not going to break the bank. Only $34.95, by the way, so a great stocking stuffer, great gift for any Gamecock fan. Guys, you can check them out on social media at Yardware Signs, but go order your sign today to get your sign in time for Christmas. YardwareSigns.com is the place. That's YardwareSigns.com. Let's get it. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you're all having a fantastic week. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day, of course. Got a lot to get into here on a Wednesday, and I truly do appreciate you guys tuning in. Before we do so, a really quick reminder, and just want to make you guys aware, uh, things are rolling right now when it comes to merchandise for the Spurs Up show. Obviously, merch, not the biggest revenue generator for us, but I honestly have a passion uh, to get the creative juices flowing and to create fun new t shirts and hoodies and all the merch that you see on the website. TSUS.Store, though. If you're not familiar, yes, we do have a store. And yes, the merch is flying right now. We've got the All Aboard the Shane Train t shirt. We have the Beamer Ball t shirts. We've got Beamer Ball hoodies coming out as well. We have the Shane Storm t shirts which if you're unfamiliar right now, those are dropping later today on this Wednesday. If you go check them out, they might already be up. But the Shane Storm T-shirt's also coming out. Ton of Shane Beamer uh, merchandise, if you will. If you're trying to get a last-minute Christmas gift, a great place to go, guys. So, again, tsus.store, a shameless plug there. Because, again, these T-shirts are awesome. I got to say, I'm really proud um, of the product we're putting out right now. I've got somebody helping me out right now when it comes to merchandise and doing different designs, and we're doing different things. And um, it's been a lot of fun, man. Obviously, a really exciting time for Gamecock football with Shane Beamer being hired as South Carolina's head coach. And obviously, we are capitalizing on that and taking advantage and giving South Carolina fans some unique merchandise to rock around williams Bryce and just rock in general over the next couple of months as we get closer and closer to the 2021 Football season, and we're all excited for that. But yeah, guys, check it out: tsus.store. We got a lot of good stuff. Um, if you want it in time for Christmas, you need to order literally today. I cannot guarantee Christmas delivery if it does not get ordered by end of day today. So if you order after today, you will still get it, but it won't be in time for Christmas. So just to let you know, do not be coming barking at me if you don't get it in time if you don't order it today. But anyways, go check it out, man. Really, really good stuff. Heck, I'm excited to rock it myself. You're gonna see me rocking it on my show, obviously, and. Uh, Um, appreciate people that have already bought the merch. I mean, it's been overwhelming support. And again, I'm really glad you guys like it again. It's kind of a, a second like side passion of mine. If you, I I love creating the t-shirts and creating cool designs and just wearing unique merch. Like it's a lot of fun, but again, just wanted to plug that to you guys. TSUS.store. If you want to check it out, got a lot to get into. Like I said today, guys, again, appreciate you taking the time. Happy Wednesday. Appreciate you all showing love by the way and support for the show, for the content. It's been a fantastic week. The Daily Crow has been popping. We've had tons of calls this week, tons of you tuning in, leaving your comments, your questions, and we got a lot coming this week. But let's go ahead and jump right into it. A little bit shorter of a show today, uh, mainly because I am doing the postseason awards show on tomorrow's podcast. So I'm saving a lot of the content for tomorrow's show. But today, I wanted to give you guys briefly my takeaways from Shane Beamer's introductory press conference, which happened on Monday. And I'm talking about it today because, obviously, yesterday's show talked to Alex McGrath. We actually chatted before that introductory presser. But if you had any doubts about Shane Beamer before the presser, I think those doubts were fairly squashed after his press conference. And again, I don't want to put too much stock in a guy, quote-unquote, killing the press conference because— let's face it, basically every single new coach kills the press conference. Like, it's hard to lose the press conference, and that's a really bad sign if you can't even handle your introductory press conference. But there were definitely things, a lot of things that were reconfirmed that I think we already knew about Shane Beamer or that we had a feeling on Shane Beamer that he reconfirmed. But really the thing that jumped out to me as a whole was, you know, we heard the phrase, quote-unquote, dream job thrown around a lot. You know, we heard that tossed around a bunch. But listening to Shane Beamer speak on the job and, and how badly he wanted it, how familiar he is with this place and how special it is to him, that to me is really what jumped out. Is just that it is not just lip service with this guy. Like like this guy, this really is his dream job. I really feel like this is a guy that would love to make this like his, his first and last stop as a head coach. Um, some really interesting tidbits that are take away, you know, first things first, one of the big pressing issues earlier in the week was Shane Beamer announcing he is going to go back to Oklahoma to coach the last couple of weeks to coach the Sooners as they get ready for the big 12 championship game and all that good stuff. And a lot of Gamecock feds said, why is he doing that? You know, he's got a head coaching job here. Why, why, why is he not putting hundred percent of his focus into us? I thought, you know, and I, and I said this on Monday, I said, guys, before you throw the guy under the bus. Give him the opportunity to explain why he's doing it. Okay, just hear him out, okay? And I thought after hearing his explanation, if you're still nagging at the guy and you're still knocking him from making that decision, you're just miserable or or you, you just want to be upset. You just want to be angry. You just want to knock this guy for whatever reason. Because, again, I thought he put it beautifully in saying that, you know, When I looked at my team, he's talking about the University of South Carolina, when he looked at those players in that player meeting and told them about commitment and loyalty and honoring your word, he could not look at them and tell them that message and not exemplify it himself. He he could not duck out on Oklahoma and leave them hanging high and dry. And, And I think that speaks to the character. Of a Shane Beamer, I, I really do. I think that speaks to his character, the type of person he is, the type of leader he is. That, that's that's something a leader does. And I, I was very impressed with his response because that could have went a couple of different ways. But very, very impressed with that. And I, I think that's setting a good example, a very good example, right off of the jump. That this man is a leader, and he's not just going to lead with his words, but he's going to lead with his actions as well. One of the other quotes that really stood out to me, guy, I mean, really stood out. And I threw this on social media on Tuesday afternoon. And again, something that, you know, I I said to you guys, you could really tell this guy's love and passion for the University of South Carolina. I'm not even sure I knew it was quite that deep as he was like, I I didn't know his dad was in consideration for the South Carolina job. I, I didn't know his dad wanted the job. You know, obviously they were from Charleston, South Carolina, and his dad was coaching at Citadel and all that. but. I didn't know that Frank Beamer wanted the South Carolina job. But there were different things that came up, but this one really stuck out to me when he was asked, what type of players are you going to recruit at South Carolina? And this is what he said, quote, guys that want to be here, guys that want to represent this great program and take great pride in being a football player at the University of South Carolina. I want a team that understands what an amazing opportunity and how special it is to be a Gamecock. Those are the guys that we're going to target. Those are the guys that we're going to recruit and have a bunch of guys out there that are as grateful to be a Gamecock as I am. I mean, drop the mic. Just drop the mic after that. An incredible sentiment coming from Shane Beamer. And again, it all kind of goes back to what we thought about this guy coming in when he got the job but you're telling me that's a guy that from that statement, he's not going to be able to sell your football program. I mean, that's the type of statement. That's a culture-changing statement. Because I I don't think that was the point of emphasis beforehand. You know, it, it, it really felt more so like in the last regime, South Carolina was more of just a destination to get you developed, to get you to the league. There wasn't a lot of pride taken in wearing the Garnet in black. There wasn't a lot of pride in taking in wearing the Block C on the helmet. And, and again, a statement like that from Shane Beamer, you know, just just speaks greater volumes than, than I can put into words as far as having guys on your roster. Again, I think you need to recruit guys that are like Gamecocks. And what I mean by that is when you think of a Gamecock, it fights, it scratches, it claws. I've said that a bunch on this show the last month or so, talking about the South Carolina football team. And DJ Swearinger put it beautifully when I talked to him. Five stars has never been the standard at South Carolina. DJ Swearinger himself was a three-star. Getting guys in there that want to be Gamecocks, that play with an edge, that play with that intensity, and play with that chip on their shoulder. That's how you get three-star guys to play like five-star guys. That's how you get four stars to play like five stars. When it's all about I, and it's all about me, and it's selfish, and it's take, 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 not give, 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 and it's not about team, it's about me. That's when you see what we saw the last five years. That's when you see guys playing for themselves, and going from playing, you know, being a, a four-star prospect and playing like a two-star, It really, seriously, is because when you have that attitude, everyone suffers. Everybody's play suffers. So that that quote, really, from Shane Beamer, I mean, really stuck out to me. And I think Shane, in that in that quote, also making the point that, you know, to win at South Carolina, you need to be a master evaluator. You have to be a great talent evaluator. Because, again, as of right now, you're not pulling in top five classes. You're not even pulling in top ten classes. Top 15 might be a stretch. So you got to be able to develop talent. You know, I talk a lot about the Spurrier era. That's something they were able to do so well when Steve Spurrier was in Columbia. They didn't recruit any better than Will Muschamp. I would actually say they probably recruited a little bit worse. Wasn't I mean, it was right about that level, though. Between 15 and 20, maybe 20 to 25. But on average, probably, you know, a top 20 clip. But Steve Spurrier and Shane Beamer, who was on that staff, they were able to get the most out of that talent on the roster. And again, I don't have to tell you guys this. You saw it on the field. But the last regime was just not able to do that. They were never able to get the most out of their talent they had. And then, of course, the comments from Shane Beamer saying, you know, quote, you have my word that we will work every single day to have a program that you will be proud of, end quote. And he also talked about uh, going to Atlanta his last year in Columbia and how his goal and his staff's goal and the team's goal will be to get back to Atlanta and finish the job this time. And I know a lot of Gamecock fans were giddy hearing that, were fired up, ready to run through a brick wall. I know I was, and I really still am. But again, is there any guarantee that Shane Beamer is going to work out? No, there's not. There's not. But again, with this job, I've said it all week, this job is unique. This job is different. We, we can't go around pretending like the South kind of job is like every other job. You know, to think that a retread in a guy like a Hugh Freeze would have been the right move is just foolish. It's foolish. And again, like I said earlier this week, I will not knock a Gamecock fan for being for being uh, skeptical or being nervous about Shane Beamer because of his lack of coaching experience or whatever cons he wants to bring up. But it's funny because I haven't heard... Really, anybody bring up a better hire than Shane Beamer other than you want to argue the coaching thing, the head coaching experience with Billy Napier and Jamie Chadwell, which, again, I I could go on for days about that Of why I really don't think it's that big of a deal that they've coached at Louisiana and Coastal Carolina. I don't don't think so. But anyways, Shane Beamer is your head football coach. And and I thought he crushed that introductory presser. Um, He's a man of high character, integrity. And again, with the situation South Carolina football, is in right now as far as the divisiveness and, you know, players going at fans, going at coaches, and just a swirling shitstorm. You know, in a lot of coaching searches, finding the right culture fit and finding someone that the alumni can really rally behind and rally around and finding someone that the fan base can rally around and finding someone that understands this place and what it means and how special it is. In a lot of coaching searches, that might not even matter. But in this one, it does. And we have to stop pretending like the South Carolina job is like every other job. It's not. It's not and that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. It's a special, unique place. It is. Despite what anybody might tell you, despite what your Clemson buddies might say, or your Georgia buddies, or whoever. Who gives a damn what they think? It's not their program. It's not their team. This is a special place. And I understand South Carolina, you know, had success with Lou Holtz and had success with Steve Spurrier, and, you know, you made the mistake of the Will Muschamp thing. But, you know, people are saying, oh, my gosh, you know, you, you, you got to hire a legend. You know, you, got, you, ha- you have to have a legend to win here. You can't win here with just a nobody. When is the last time South kind of rolled the dice on a guy? And I'm not talking about a Will Muschamp, who was a retread hire, who was a bad hire from the jump. I mean, you know, maybe there's some of you uh, old-school Gamecocks that remember the 80s and the 90s and could, you know, could school me right now on what I'm talking about. But I'm glad, especially after the presser, and listening to his comments, I'm glad South Carolina went went outside the box. I'm I'm really glad. I'm really glad South Carolina broke the mold, if you will. I'm ecstatic at that. I think it was the right move. I think Shane Beamer was the best possible fit because, again, I'll say if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Bottom line, we got to stop pretending like the South Carolina job is like every other job out there. It's not. It's a special place, but it needs the right guy. It needs the right leader, and it needs someone who understands how special it is. And that man is Shane Beamer. And and, and again, if you couldn't hear that in his introductory presser, you you must have just not listened. <laughs> it was evident, right? And when he listed off all of the people that he's been around, all the experience he's had, when he was thanking all of the coaches he's coached under, you realize that Shane Beamer has been around some legends. Like, legends. Not not just okay coaches, legends. Hall of Famers. And I will say, on on the football field, in regards to X's and O's, one of the things that I loved and was music to South Carolina fans' ears, I'm sure was when Shane Beamer said he was asked about, you know, his, uh, his, his philosophies, if you will, and his schemes. What was he going to do offensively and defensively? Specifically offensively. How much will you pull from Lincoln Riley and, and what you guys have done at Oklahoma? And he said, and of course I'm paraphrasing, but he said, you know, we'll pull some things here and there, but we want to run a scheme that best suits the talent we have on our roster. And wow. I mean is that just whew, man is that is that that is music to a wounded Gamecock fan base's ears. I mean that is just that's music to our ears man. Because I really feel like with the last regime you saw, they were so dead set on running a system versus adapting whatever system they had in mind to the talent that was available to them on the roster. And it's like I told you guys, I'd love to be a fly on the wall when Shane Beamer, I'm sure he's already started to do this, but I'd love to be a fly on the wall when Shane Beamer and his staff all sit down and they look at what they have available on the roster. Because I think two things are going to jump out. Roster mismanagement and lack of player development because I think there's talented players on the roster, bro. There's no way this roster was that bad to win six games over the last two years combined. There's just no way. There's just no way. None. Go look at all these recruiting. I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're a diehard recruiting guy, which most people are, and you believe in recruiting, you believe it's the lifeblood of college football, which it is, you know, had this conversation in the preseason with my buddy Brett Cianci of Pick 6 Previews. South Carolina, one of the worst in the country at win conversion rate based off of recruiting rankings, which means South Carolina was doing the least with the most. I think it's going to be, I, again, I'd love to be a fly on the wall to hear those conversations. But again, overall, I loved what I heard from Shane Beamer. Uh, I, I'm excited. I, I'm fired up for the future. I mean, I already was, but just hearing Shane Beamer, I, I think he's the guy that can be truly the figurehead of this program. You know, I, I know people get tired hearing about hearing, you know, us, us you know, allude to the CEO type, but I think he can be that guy. You know, he's going to go out there and get top-notch coordinators, which I'm about to talk about in just a second. He's going to go out there and hire a top-notch staff. He said it in the presser. They're going to go out there and hire a premier staff. So, I I think Shane Beamer can be the guy to – I don't need him to coach. I really don't need – even though he is a coach, he's coached basically every position. I think he can be that guy that establishes the culture, recruits his ass off. He's going to let his offensive coordinator take the offense, his defensive coordinator take the defense, his special teams coordinator take the special teams and he's going to run the program, be the CEO of the operation. I think I can see Shane Beamer being that guy. And again, only time will tell. Only time will tell. But, you know, I know a lot of people that were on the fence about Shane Beamer that I saw on social media and I talked to directly that told me, man, he won me over in that opening presser. And and again, I, I just think, too, it's hard for any Gamecock fan to sit back and and not love the guy, honestly, after that introductory presser, Because South Carolina as a program is a program that gets neglected and belittled and mocked and just put down, even by, like, national media. We've seen it happen on ESPN. We've heard Kirk Herbstreet say "It's It's a program and a fan base that it feels like for a bit, especially during the last regime, has gotten kicked while it's down. A lot of times. Uh, it's like the easy team to pick on. Gotten kicked while they're down. And for a guy like Shane Beamer to come in and not just say the old coach speak of, you know, excited to be here, excited to take the opportunity, blah, 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 whatever. The pre-canned whatever that I'm sure Billy Napier would have given you. Jamie Chadwell would have given you. Hugh Freeze would have certainly given you. You have a guy come in and truly embrace what being a Gamecock is all about embrace what this Gamecock program is all about, what it stands for, what it represents. That's invaluable. And and again, I I understand why South Carolina fans, again, are are so endeared to the guy already. You know, it's hard not to be. Again, when he puts his arm around you and he's like, I'm a Gamecock too. I love this place. The guy's choking up, walking across the field. Telling stories of when he was in, when when he was at Carolina. I mean, how can you not love that guy? How can you not love him? And does that mean he's going to win an SEC title while he's here? No, that doesn't mean at all. Who knows? Might not work out. It might not. But it might. But it might. And I I don't know, man. To me, if it's going to work out at South Carolina, it's going to be with a guy like Shane Beamer. I really think so. It's going to be with a guy like that who truly cares. Because, hey, it's like Perry Orr said earlier this week. You can do a lot more with a little when everybody's bought in and everybody cares. And I'll tell you what, man, I, I think Shane Beamer's a man of his word. He's going to bring kids in that want to be Gamecocks. He's going to bring kids in, like he said, that know how extremely lucky they are and how much of a blessing it is to put on that uniform. How much of a blessing it is to represent the greats that have come before them and set the standard for the ones that will follow. So, I I think he's going to set that culture. Again, is that going to result in an SEC East title or an SEC title or, God forbid, a national championship? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have those answers. Only time will tell, but I just think it's going to be a totally different approach than we've seen in quite a while, which I'm excited for and I'm happy for. And, you know, again, there, there's a lot more that there was, you know, there was a lot more in that presser. I mean, the thing went on for like an hour and a half. Um, but Shane Beamer absolutely killed it. Absolutely killed it. And, uh, you know, I'm excited he's South Carolina's head coach. And you know, I said that Monday, I'll say it again. So happy he's the Gamecocks head football coach. Really am. Really am. Um, and, uh, you know, now the work begins, right? Now the work begins. We're talking coordinators a little bit. Because I wanted to address some of the rumors that I've seen. And, you know, I, I don't question. I, I Listen, I, I'm not the guy. I, it's so weird on Gamecocks social media. It's like, the, and please excuse my French, cover your ears if you have virgin ears. It's like, within Gamecock social media, there's like this dick measuring contest to see who has, like, who has the inside scoop or who has the best sources. You know, like, I, I've got people coming to me saying, oh, Chris, you need to, you need to cite your source. So-and-so said this was going to happen a week ago that Shane Beamer was going to get the job. Like, is that how you're trying to make waves with for your brand? Is like trying to claim you had the information first when like we know you didn't. And, he, and even if you did, who cares? Bro, I made I made all aboard the Shane Train shirts a week before he got hired. Like, anyways, that that's com. It's completely unrelated, but I just it's just funny because it leads me to the coordinator stuff. All these rumors swirling around, and people want to have the inside scoop. And somebody says this, and somebody says that, and it gets traction. And listen, you got—I don't care if you got sourced or not, as long as they're accurate. I don't give a damn. I mean, I, I don't care who who spreads the information. That's why I always find it so funny that people on social media get so mad when I say something. And uh, you know, I, I've seen people say that, and they've been saying this since I started. But people saying now, especially that oh, he's a guy that reads message boards, and he, and he just regurgitates the information on, uh, on social media. I'm like, bro, okay, maybe when I had 1, that was a 1,000 followers, that was a valid diss, but it's like, you really think I don't have a network now of where, like, I actually have people that tell me what is going on? Like, give me a break. I, I mean, I have more people that tell me. I, I, I know 10 times as much as I, as I say. I literally have not been on a message board in years. I have no need. And it's no diss or knock on what they do, but I have no need. And to be honest, I don't have time to peruse the online gutter scum that is college message boards. I don't have the time, guys. I'm over here running a full-fledged business. Believe it or not. (laughs) Just don't have the time. Wish I did sometime. don't have the time, though. But either way, that's beside the point. Coordinator rumors have been swirling. The biggest one, um, you know, from what I heard, it sounded like Garrett Riley was the lead target to be the OC. But in the last couple days, really last like 48 hours, Joe Brady has been a hot name that has come up. Joe Brady, who is with the Carolina Panthers right now, he is the, their offensive coordinator. We all know he was at LSU, was their passing game coordinator, did wonders with them. One of the best young offensive minds in the game of football, without a doubt. I mean, again, the dude is the offensive coordinator of an NFL team. He's like 30. I mean, the, guy, the guy's a legend, right? Like he, he is, he's a true budding star in the game of football. And it was, it was rumored by some, South kind of maybe going to pay him $2.1 million to be their offensive coordinator, Fact or fiction, you want to play that game? I say fiction. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't see Joe Brady leaving the Panthers. That guy is on the fast track to be an NFL head coach. I see no scenario in which Joe Brady makes that jump down back to college to be South Carolina's offensive coordinator. I just don't see it. I mean, it's a fun room. And listen, I would love nothing more than for that to be real because, heck, Joe Brady was number one for me to be the head coach. Joe Brady was number one for me to be the head coach. So, getting him on the offensive side of the ball, again, with what he did at LSU and how, how, how great of an offensive mind he is, sign me up. But realistically, I don't think it's happening. The other rumor that I have seen that I will give some, some attention to is on the defensive side. You know, I told you guys the the names I'd be hearing. I said Barry Odom. I think that was going to be their number one choice. But Bud Foster, rumors swirling over Bud Foster, former Virginia Tech defensive coordinator, obviously worked under Shane's dad, Frank Beamer at Virginia Tech. Now, that one I think could actually happen. Will it? I don't know. But I do think that could happen. And I I know a lot of you are tuning in, asking Chris, who are the hires going to be? Who are the hires going to be? I'm just going to tell you, I don't know. Like, and it's, there's just so many options of people that it could be. It's hard to narrow and say, oh, that, that's the one, that one guy, that's who they're going to hire. It's, it's hard to do that. You know, it it really is. So as badly as I want to know too, I'm sitting right there on the edge of my seat with you guys, waiting to see, who these coordinators will be, but like I said earlier about what Shane Beamer said in his presser, Beamer's going to go out there and do his damnedest <clears throat> to hire a premier staff at South Carolina, and I think he will. I don't think he'll have much issue. I think Bob Castle and Tanner, that whole crew, is going to let him go pay some big-time coordinators. So, I don't think that's going to be an issue. But, I <clears throat> Again, from the names I've heard, Garrett Riley on the offensive side, Barry Odom on the defensive side. Could be others, but those are the lead names I've heard. Again, I don't think Joe Brady's a realistic candidate. I I know he liked the tweet, bro. Whatever. He liked the tweet. It is what it is. He's not a realistic candidate. Dream candidate, not a realistic candidate. So, we'll have to see what happens. So, all right, let's move into gambling, guys. SEC gambling picks, obviously no best bet this week because there is no South Carolina football game this week or for the rest of the season, for that matter. But we are still talking gambling here on a Wednesday. SEC gambling picks. Guys, I went a perfect 5-0 and last week, by the way. 5-0 and last week, which gets us to 500 on the season. Isn't that sad? I went perfect, and we're only at 30-30 and overall. But, hey, Back to 500. We're hot right now. We're riding a hot hand, going for another big week. It's all presented to you, by the way, guys, by our friends over at My Bookie. Guys, My Bookie with the Christmas holidays right around the corner. My Bookie's been in a giving mood, right? A $250 risk free bet on Thanksgiving, boosted odds and free bets every hour of Black Friday. And they continue to give away more freebies for Cyber Monday. Guys, for a sports book that's supposed to be in the business of making money, they were giving it away, okay? That's just one of the reasons why I've been rolling with my bookie this season. The fact is this, guys. If you're going to put some action on the games, whether you're betting NFL, NCAA, college ball, or college hoops, whatever your preference, you want to do it with a reputable brand like my bookie, Guys, you can make your deposit using the promo code GAMECOCKS. That's promo code GAMECOCKS. And they'll match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. So, for example, guys, you put in $200, you'll get an extra $100 to play with. It's a no-brainer. Joining and depositing is a simple process, and it's quick, but more importantly, when it's time to get paid, that's quick, too. Treat yourself with some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season by investing in your intuition. Guys, it's not just winter season. It's winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with our friends over at MyBookie. All right, got a pack slate of games, SEC gambling picks. We're going to start Bama traveling to Arkansas. Bama, a 32-point favorite over under set at 685 half. This spread is really big, actually, because Arkansas has played some good football this year. I think Sam Pittman should probably get SEC Coach of the Year for just the job he's done with Arkansas, how bad they were prior to him getting there. But stay away from the spread. Don't ever bet against Bama. That's a fool's errand. Instead... Take the over 68-and-a-half. Arkansas has done a good job scoring points this year. Bama is scoring in bunches. This game goes way over, over 68-and-a-half, the easy play in this one. Georgia at Missouri. Georgia, 13 and a 13-and-a-half point favorite, over-under set at 53. Georgia is going to be pissed off. Florida, the SEC East champs, Georgia's going to be upset. They're going to be pissed. The dogs roll in this one. Take the dogs, minus. 13 and a half. Tennessee at Vandy. Tennessee a 15 and a half point favorite. Over under set at 15 and a half. Guys, I was really tempted to go with Vandy in this one. And I've only bet on Vandy one time this season, and they got absolutely drubbed by Missouri. So I refuse to bet on Vandy again. But man, is Tennessee two touchdowns better than anybody right now? I mean, they're hurting. They're terrible. They And it's in Vanderbilt, which I guess doesn't matter, but Man, they're terrible. Don't touch the spread, though. This one will be ugly, low-scoring, under 50-and-a-half. I love the under in this game, Tennessee and Bandy. LSU at Florida. Florida, 23-and-a-half point favorite. Over under set at 68-and-a-half, guys. Points, points, points galore. Over 68-and-a-half is the easy play in this one. Kyle Trask is probably going to win the Heisman, um, and Florida's defense has been suspect all season. LSU not very good, but they will score over 60-and-a-half easy. Auburn at Mississippi State. Auburn minus six and a half. Over under set at 47 and a half, guys. This is an interesting line because I don't think Auburn is world beaters, but I think they're better than a touchdown better than Mississippi State. Give me Auburn to cover the minus six and a half. Um, I don't know, a weird number. I I feel a little bit uneasy, but I got to go with Bo Nix and that crew to get the the win. I think they win by double digits. Uh, And then finally, Ole Miss at Texas A&M. A&M, a a 15 and a half point favorite over in a set at 72-and-a-half. Once again, guys, points. I mean, lots of points. Lots of points. Neither of these teams really play defense all that much. Kellen Mond is going to throw for a zillion yards. And Lane Kiffin will have something up his sleeve for old Jimbo Fisher and that crew over 72-and-a-half. Bank on it, the easy play in that game in College Station. So, guys – that's going to do it for me. One last thing. Quick news and note really quickly. Ernest Jones declaring for the NFL draft. Can't really say that I'm surprised with the dismissal of Will Muschamp and obviously what Ernest has done is hit in his short career at South Carolina, leading the Gamecocks in tackles the last two seasons. Um, you know, been, been a pleasure to watch number 53 in Garnet and Black. Obviously a huge impact player for South Carolina in that defense just suffers yet another blow going into the 2021 season. I think it's really going to be a real rebuilding project on that side of the ball, but Ernest Jones, again, you can't really knock the guy, had a fantastic career at South Carolina, again, leading the team in tackles back to back seasons, Ernest Jones, appreciate everything you did for South Carolina. Um, So the Gamecocks, again, will be out one of their will be without their leading tackler next season on defense. But again, guys, that's going to do it for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you so much for the love support again. Got a really fun show coming tomorrow. Stay tuned for that, the postseason awards show. We'll break down 2020 in its entirety. A lot of fun. That show is always a really, really good time, guys. But again, I am Chris Wilson of the Spurs Up Show. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much.